Welcome to the podcast where you eavesdrop into conversations between my friends and I on a weekly basis. My name is Lily Jo, I'm a singer, songwriter, and I perform shows all over the world. I'm a qualified counsellor and an emotional well-being coach. You can also check out my award-winning online mental health resource, The Lily Jo Project. I know you will find gems of wisdom within the conversations that I have with my friends. Hopefully you will find tools and resources that you can hold on to, try and test for yourself all around the important subject of mental health and personal development. I am so pleased to welcome you to today's episode of Eavesdrop. Today I am joined by Faith Child, who is a MOBO and multi-award winning British rapper. He's born and raised in London and I'm here in London with him this afternoon. Hello, Faith Child. Hello, it's so good being here in South London. Yes. My home city or town. Is it a city? It's a city actually. Is it? Okay. We always see a London town as actually a city. So, uh, yeah. Okay, we're in the city of London. We are looking over the Thames. Yes, we are. It looks rather dirty. I just got back from Malta and the water was like super blue. Oh, And wow. now that's looking super brown. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah. rather interesting. Yeah. The sun is shining and it's very exciting to be in London when the sun's shining. I don't think it's ever shone this brightly before when I've been down here. but uh... It hasn't. Uh, we're having a heat wave and everyone's enjoying it. I think we're actually dying because <laughs> it means the ozone's messed up and yeah. no one's really thinking about that. <laughs> Give it by, just by, it by 2050, it's going to be a nightmare. It's going to yeah, be hell. So, uh, yeah. You need air conditioning on your buses there. Yeah, that'd I be great. I did take a bus this morning and I was like, flip, get me off this bus right I now. saw a tweet from Central Line for the underground saying that uh, we're going to have um, our new AC on our new trains by 2030. Okay, we're just in time then. That's like 12 years, <laughs> 12 years away. Could have roasted and died in the underground by then. Yeah. So let's get started then. I just want to know a bit more about you and how you take and how you deal with life as an artist and as a guy in the music industry and yeah. also how you manage your mental health and how you keep safe and safe. <laughs> how you keep, keep safe. safe. I keep safe. I sleep inside the house. <laughs> you lock all doors. Yes, lock all windows. doors. Yeah. Okay. So. So in 2010, yes. the National Office for Statistics reported that 3.8 million children did not live with their fathers. Mm. I know that you grew up in a single parent household. So what was life like for you growing up? Yeah. So I'm the baby of five. So I'm not spoiled. I'm just adequately catered for. That's <laughs> how I like to put it. So uh, life was fun. My dad was like in and out of the house. But I had an older brother who I guess in turn was a father figure, but he never had that. So where I was able to benefit and learn from him, he didn't have that under the roof, maybe externally. And he was an amazing footballer. And being a Christian, we would normally go to church on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. So we couldn't always get to support him. So he'll have like all the other kids' dads cheer him on when he scored, but he wouldn't have anyone from his own family. Mm -hmm. So I think that in turn did kind of play a bit on his mind in that respect. So luckily for me, having so many siblings, three sisters and one brother above me, I was well looked after. Yeah. But in regards to my brother, he never had that. So I'm quite sure. fortunate that I had my brother to be that male figure. Sure, wow, that's amazing. So tell me about your name, Faith Child. What does that mean? Yeah, I'll give you the podcast-friendly version. So when my mum was pregnant with me, she went to the hospital to abort me. The night I was conceived, my dad used protection and my mum had a coil in her, which means the stork can't bring the egg. 
yeah? Wow. But somehow, me being me, I still came through. <laughs> and my mum was like, not today. <laughs> so she went to get rid of me. And mm-hmm. while she was there, God spoke to her for the first time and said, don't get rid of the kid. And she's like, I'm a single mum, poverty, domestic violence, four kids. How can I cope with another kid? And God said, believe, have faith in me. And I show myself to be God. So I was a faith child. Wow. So I use my story. Amazing. I use my story to inspire people, which you might be a mistake, like I was a mistake, Mm -hmm. but I believe that God never makes mistakes, Mm -hmm. you know? And the fact you're alive today means there's life and hope for every single person. Uh, One of my favorite quotes says, The most beautiful pieces of art come from the ugliest situations. I love that so much. Yeah. Yeah, that so resonates. So I love to use that and spread it as much as I can when I do school talks, festivals, tours. I just like to let them see the man behind the music. Yeah, absolutely. And I really appreciate you sharing that with us and your vulnerability in that. So you mentioned going to church on Sundays and being a Christian and that kind of thing. What does faith mean to you? Faith for me is an anchor. It's hope. In this world, in this life, you need something bigger than you to hold on to. Mm. You know, people will fail you. You will fail yourself, yeah, you know, absolutely. with flawed human beings. But I personally found faith in the Bible pages. So many encouraging, like, scriptures and quotes that I can hold on to. And as a musician, I never force my faith upon someone, but I just share what I've learned. It's a bit mm. like if you find a coupon or a deal, like, in your favorite clothing store, you, you'll, you'll be more than happy to share it with others once you've tasted of it, you know? Yes. You're not going to say, oh, go and taste this drink or go down to this restaurant if you haven't tasted and dined and enjoyed the fruits of it. Mm-hmm. So I always like to share. So whether it's faith, whether it's a favorite movie or whatever, I always share what I've gone through experience. Mm-hmm. And I've been through a, a fair amount of situations in life and my faith got me through that. Wow. Can you talk to us about maybe one of the hardest things you've been through and how you pulled through and how God helped you? Yeah. The most recent mm. would probably be maybe, well, two years ago when I was doing my tour and tickets weren't shipped moving fast enough and eventually ended up being a financial loss. And before the tour, during the run-up, I was thinking, I'm so stressed, like, um, i got expenses to pay for. And I was paying for them, but out of my own pocket. And I guess as a creative entrepreneur, whatever, you ne- the key thing is never spend your own money, <laughs> you know? <laughs> never spend your own money. So I had to spend my own money. So I ended up making a financial loss, but hearing so much great feedback from people saying, oh, I was having a crappy day and I came to the show and I felt life and I felt encouraged and blah, 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 etc. Hearing how it's impacting people people's lives sure it goes beyond the money mm-hmm. you know money is great but like if you're not helping anyone what's the point what's yeah. the purpose of it and i think so um good. that definitely helped me to keep on and keep pressing one of my favorite verses in the bible says all things work out for the good of those who love god and call according to his purpose mm-hmm. and another one says the pain you suffer now it's nothing in comparison to glory that's to come. Wow. So, you know, when you kind of have those kind of quotes, it kind of gives you hope to keep on pressing and understanding that there's something bigger than me, mm-hmm. bigger than us, bigger than the now. Yeah. So, yeah. That's amazing. So how do you identify your purpose? Mm. I mean, purpose is such a big word, so yeah. to speak. If there's someone listening today and they're like, but I don't know what my purpose is, mm. How can they find that? Yeah. I would say start by honing in on that which comes to you naturally. That's great, yeah. If you're a great talker or communicator, 
Or okay, let me rephrase. If you like to gossip, yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe it might be you could be a good journalist. Daily Mail have don't have the best Absolutely. reputation, but <laughs> yeah, but you know, just look at what comes to you That's naturally. Great. I think I found a purpose really only two years ago. And it was when I was doing a schools week. Okay. I was at a school performing, talking, and being able to share life and share hope with kids. And I see, like, some of them burst into tears. Some of them, you get you see, like, a spark in their eyes. And being able to see them receive hope, mm. I felt like I am doing something important and yeah. long-lasting. And um, I believe that if we're able to reach a younger generation in our formative years, mm-hmm. we'll be able to equip them to not make some of the mistakes that we made in our, in our latter years. Absolutely. So trying to get them early is definitely a great thing. So yeah, your purpose could be to encourage someone, make them laugh, or maybe just be a great support. Yeah. You know? And one thing you have to learn and accept is that some of us, our purpose is local, some is global, but doesn't make you any less important. Mm-hmm. So if your purpose is just to impact Manchester or Glasgow or Barcelona, you are impactful, but your calling might be to impact the whole world. You know, Steve Jobs, who did who um, invented Apple, is equally important as a local counselling service yep. that only works for a borough of 2,000 people. Absolutely, it's you know? so true. Yeah, and so it doesn't have to be, like you said, something that's big and glamorous, but whether it's a small purpose or it's a medium-sized purpose or it's a big purpose, purpose matters, and your purpose in particular really matters. 100%. I, I agree, and I'm um, just realising that being alive is about serving others. It's not about you. And a prime example is the most successful blooming corporations all provide a service. Mm, yes. Whether you're a pilot, the pilot's job is to transport the passenger from A to B. Mm-hmm. It's a service. Apple's job is to give us phones so we can communicate. It's a service. Mm. So once you realize that life is about service and not necessarily about what scale of service, you understand that no matter where you find yourself in life, you can achieve and be great. Yeah, that is so powerful. Yeah, so where can you serve today? What can you do to serve someone else? It might be that you can just bake a batch of cookies and take them around to your next door neighbor. Or it could be that you buy someone a gift and say, thinking of you or send some flowers to someone. Like there's always a way to serve, isn't there? That's easy. Always a way to serve. And it's so simple. I put something on my Instagram last night saying that I'm about relationships and that do your best to keep them alive. If you don't water them, they'll become stale. And you can just literally buy your partner a little card saying thinking of you or a short gift. And these little things are impact, you know. Allowing someone to go on another day, allowing someone to feel good about themselves is a beautiful thing. Mm. And one thing about social media is that you might not get a million likes on Facebook or a million retweets, but people are always watching yes always watching so you're so be encouraged don't give up because you might be the light at the end of somebody else's tunnel yeah amazing you never know absolutely it's so good i know last night i had a gig it's an interesting gig because i'm sort of background music at that gig it's a ladies night it's an amazing event where ladies get pampered in the community and i was performing and i'd done my first set and i was just like no one's listening Mm. everyone's more interested in having their nails done, purchasing some body shop products, that kind of thing. There's a chocolate fountain there that everyone kind of (laughs) goes to. And I left the stage and I thought, what is the point? Like, it's really hard. I feel like this is a real slog. And I was like, God, could you just 
encourage me here somehow? Like, is there anything you can do to encourage me in this situation so that I can go back on stage and do my second set, knowing that actually I'm doing something of, of relevance? And this lady came up to me. She kind of collared me and she said, I just want you to know that your music got my daughter through year seven and she started to cry and she said just thank you for what you do thank you for keeping going and I just thought thank you God that's so incredible that actually regardless of how hard it can be and how much of a slog it can be it's really important that we keep going and we keep focused isn't it yeah consistency is key Mm. I love how you you know you prayed a bit and then you got that kind of sign you know yeah I think me as a Christian uh, one of my favorite verses or examples is a guy came to Jesus for a miracle and he said, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Yes. And I love that you can be vulnerable, whether it's with God or with a friend. Let them know, you know what, mate? I'm really struggling with this. Mm-hmm. I'm really doubting this situation. Can I get some help? And they said that a problem shared is a problem halved. So, you know, being able to get that weight off your chest really enables you to kind of enter a better headspace. Counselling is a talking therapy which can provide support and treatment for a wide range of mental health and emotional issues. It offers a safe and confidential space where you can discuss your problems and difficult feelings openly. Counseling Directory connects you with professional support. Please find a link to their amazing website in the description box below. It's so good to talk, isn't it? It really is. And whether that's talking to a friend or whether it's talking to God or whoever you believe is God higher power so to speak it's good to be able to offload what it is you're thinking and feeling to somebody else i read a statistic actually today that said female suicide has increased over the last decade and obviously we know that suicide is the biggest killer of men between the ages of 25 and 45 so we do need to talk yeah we do need to be honest we do need to share our problems yeah because if we're not talking, we're going to explode. We're going to do something stupid. Yeah. How do you make sure that you're offloading, talking? Do you do that? How do you do that? What's your best practice in terms of looking after your mental health? Yeah, I have um, a great network of friends. Mm-hmm. I'm in a million WhatsApp groups. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm in a group with about four, other, five other friends who are also all musicians. Brilliant. So uh, whenever we're going through like stress of like, oh, this producer's taking forever or this mix sounds poor or this music video edit is a shambles, I'm able to offload. Brilliant. And then we also meet up regularly, if not as all, as all six of us, maybe as a duo or as a trio or as a quartet or whatever. I've been able to do those things and just share our heart. It's very, very good. Also, again, I am probably the king of dating myself. So I date myself in which I, I go to restaurants by myself, I go to yeah. cinema by myself, I go to lab concerts by myself. And it's good being comfortable in my own skin. Yes. Some people haven't got to that level yet. 
of being able to go out alone. But once you get into it, it is the best thing ever. Yeah. As a male, it's great. When I go out with my girlfriend, when I go out without my girlfriend, I'm only paying for one. <laughs> <laughs> so it's easy on the pocket. <laughs> but I think it's great being able to just relax and unwind. Mm-hmm. Uh, being a musician, a public figure, you're forever having to perform. Mm. And I don't necessarily mean music-wise, just, just you forever have to be on form. You have to always look happy. If you look grumpy, then you say you're a diva. I'm not a diva. I had a bad day. Totally. That's why I'm looking grumpy. And now you get blacklisted of being a grumpy person. It's even worse as a girl, by the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't even imagine what women go through. So I think being able to relax on why I'm being your safe space. I love Netflix. Yes. I watch movies all the time. I work hard and I play probably harder than I work. Brilliant. You know, because they're balanced. Some of us have this mentality of no days off, you know. That's not even healthy. No. It's not healthy. If you leave your laptop running forever, it's going to run slowly. Mm. Just gonna, eventually it's going to break down. Yep. As a human being, you have to forever service yourself. Even as strong as, as German cars are, yeah. if you don't service your car or your boiler, it's going to break down. Absolutely. And we are humans. We're not manufactured like an engine in a, in a warehouse or, or factory somewhere. Mm-hmm. So whenever you take time to offload to others and also to recharge yourself, it's super and mega important. Yep. And don't feel bad for saying no to certain things. Brilliant. I was thinking about this the other day, a relative I have, I was thinking, you need to take time off from your kids and your husband. Take your kids to your your in-laws or to your husband and you go away yourself for three days. Brilliant. Just go to maybe Butlins or just go to the seaside or book a hotel. Doesn't have to cost a And lot. just have you. Yeah. Have you time yeah. and then come back. Because the life of a mother is way more challenging than the life of a father or um, as a father. Mm-hmm. I personally believe that. Yeah. So you've been able to just so take, <laughs> yeah, take that away off. Just have three days. Your mind won't turn off, mm. but at least physically you can kind of unwind to a degree. The mind of a mother never turns off. No. My grandma is forever treating my mum like a kid. Oh. You know, because you're forever your parent's child. Absolutely. It's about how old you are. Absolutely, So I think yeah. as a parent, as a husband, as a lover, whatever, take time out to just have you so you can recharge. Yeah. Uh, once you recharge, you can offer and be the best you can. Mm-hmm. You it's know? so good. I remember doing that when my, my daughter was really small. I just checked myself into a hotel and it was only down the road. It wasn't a million miles away, but doing that just gave me that space. It was mm. a spa hotel. And it actually wasn't majorly expensive, but I I just ordered myself a meal. I sat and had a meal. I did some swimming. I did some saunering. And then I went to bed and had a a full night's sleep that was uninterrupted, so to speak. And it felt amazing. And I went home to my family feeling refreshed and ready to go again. And I think it is just so important. It's not shameful to take a break. It's really important. I've heard people say, I think I'm just going to fake a back injury so I can just have a few days on the sofa and it's like you don't need to fake a back injury just switch off take time out of your schedule you know you don't have to do that so I'm just going to give anyone listening today permission to switch off to take rest to date yourself date yourself and to enjoy life with a balance balance is so important balance is super important look at like for example in hot countries to have a siesta during the day oh my gosh I want to do that in Britain yeah have a siesta well now especially with this weather yeah we should have a siesta like around like 3 o'clock or whatever shut down but they shut down for health because they realise that it's not that good to work in this heat it's not good to work under these conditions Mm -hmm. so they're looking at the physical strength and physical health of a human being. Yeah. So if they're doing hot countries because of the sun, we should be able to do it for whatever reason. Yeah, I think so. Hashtag bring siestas to the UK. Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. Amazing. So just going to ask you another few questions before I let you go off and carry on with your day to day. What would you say is the best song you've ever written and why? Okay, so basically... In my world, I'm the best musician in the world. In my own world, in my head. <laughs> it varies based on mood and performance. So I genuinely like all the songs I make, but it might be that I'm doing a festival season and, one, and a particular song just kicks off. Yeah. But probably, maybe a song called Ricochet. Okay. And it's a bit weird, because I don't perform it. I only perform it maybe like 10 times max. Okay. I feel because of the message, ricochet means like to bounce back, mm -hmm. you know? And there's just so much hope in that song. And sometimes your own songs can encourage you. Yeah. So I think I've had a few... I remember I was in a hospital visiting my friend's dad who was dying of cancer. And it was a very, like, somber time in the room as he was taking his last breath. I was in the... I was there. Someone had said, a Faith Child. And a lady turned around and said, oh my God, are you Faith Child? I said, yeah. I heard you on the radio last week. I heard a song Ricochet and I was going for a tribunal at work. And I, was really, I felt really defeated. But once I heard the song, I just had the strength to go back and I won my case. And she encouraged me with my own song hmm. whilst I was in a down lowly wow. situation as my friend's dad was dying in front of me of cancer. So... I really performed that song, but that song has been able to come back and encourage me. Yeah. So I think maybe that song That's might the one that be means better, the most. only because it has a deeper message. Yeah. I've got other songs which make the crowd go wild, but yeah. really it gives you a great time. Uh -huh. But I think the most important thing is being able to impact you deeper in your core. Mm -hmm. So that's why I would say Ricochet. Amazing. So obviously you've talked there about a hard time and, and going through loss. Loss comes to all of us, and obviously mm. you just said that you were in the room when your friend's dad took his last breath. How do you deal with that? Yeah, you deal with it by accepting it. Mm. You know, some people find it hard to let go, which is normal. But then sometimes people tell you not to cry or get over uh. it um, after a certain period of time. No. Mm -hmm. Cry, go through the motions. Absolutely do it. Because it's unhealthy to not grieve. When my uncle passed away in a fatal car crash, mm -hmm. I stayed at my cousin's house. And uh, his mum was being strong for my cousin, so she didn't cry. Until, and I slept over there to stay with my cousin. So I think it was probably day four, around maybe 3 a.m., we just heard, like, wailing. And we're thinking, what on earth is that? So we woke up from our sleep, and it was his mum on the floor in the kitchen just crying. She finally was able to get it out after four days. Yeah. It's been probably 10 years now, I think. But if she hadn't let it go and get that out from her, it would have been so toxic. Yeah. And a lot of us have gone through, if not death, we've been through traumatic experiences, mm -hmm. whether it might be molestation, it might be rejection, it might be hurt, it might be pain that we've bottled up and we haven't actually dealt with. Mm -hmm. And in turn, it's haunting us little by little. Mm -hmm. It's seeping into our life and we can't really move forward. So being able to accept this happened and realized that whatever bad situation happened to you it wasn't your fault yes and you probably didn't deserve it or rather you didn't deserve it but it's happened mm -hmm. so let's accept it build from it and see how we can use that to propel us to greatness yeah so, so Great. see this setback as a step stone, stepping stone to something greater yeah i've seen many people that have had attacks or been a victim of something and that's made him who they are today yeah you know that's my story you know mm. it's about the hardest things that i went through that distress led me to counseling mm. i had counseling it helped me and then i thought oh wow 
I love this idea of counselling and being able to talk. I want to train as a counsellor myself, trained as a counsellor myself, then started to write songs in the way that I do about freedom and healing. So my pain was turned into something beautiful, you know, and, and has been turned into a, a ministry, really, a movement that other people can find healing from. So, yeah, I think our scars can be beautiful. Yeah. Scars don't mean you are weak. Scar just mean you survived. Yes. You know? Yeah. Scars are more intriguing than something that's unflawed. True. And your scar's not a flaw. Uh-huh. You know? It's just uh, something that complements, you know. It's like, your story, yeah, isn't it? It's like, oh my gosh, how did you how did you get that scar? What's yeah. the story behind that? When I was six, this happened around the block. Oh wow, that's interesting. You know, yeah. it's a story. Yeah. True. It's a story, you know, your scars are a story. And mm. I think it's beautiful that we get to share it and we're able to I guess ultimately get healing from it. Yeah. And you know, you sharing your story, you never know who in the crowd or who's listening that is going through what you're going through and hasn't yet found healing from it. Mm-hmm. So when they can see Lily Joe on stage and be like, oh my gosh, she has been through what I've been through or has been through worse than what I've been through. If she can make it out, I can make it out. Absolutely. It's powerful, isn't it? 100%. And that is the motivation to keep going when it's hard, hey? Yeah. Really good. All right. If people want to know more about you mm-hmm. and find out how to download your music and, and where to find you, where do they need to go? First of all, the Lily Joe Project. <laughs> Follow that first. <laughs> and then you can find me on social media. Yep. Instagram is Faith Child. Everything else is Faith Child Music. Brilliant. I'm on YouTube, Spotify, faithchildmusic.com. Perfect. Just type my name in and I'll pop up on probably every social. Cool. Thank you so much. Okay, just tell us where we can see you next over the next couple of months and what you're up to kind of leading up into the autumn time. Sure. So, new single is out. Yes. I've got new stuff coming out. Real. Coming to a city, country, town, borough, coffee shop near you. I flew into Manchester Airport for the first time on Saturday. Sorry about that. Um, most interesting crazy, experience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very interesting. But I like how close Manchester is. Like, it's as great, in. great, isn't it? All the men. Amen, amenities, 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 all that A word. Yes. It's so close. It's so close. So, which is quite surprising. I live 10 minutes from the airport. <sighs> so, can you imagine with what I do? It's just easy. But, it's but, so but however, if I'm correct, you have to take a million connection flights, right? A lot of the time. Or, mm. can, you, or can you normally get a straight flight? You can get some straight flights. Really? Yeah, you can actually. Now it's getting a lot better. Oh, uh, I'm happy for you. I might relocate to Manchester. Yeah. I'm actually being dead serious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was in the Northern Quarter and it's so oh, artsy and stuff. It's so great, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely love the Northern Quarter. So I might that might become my new home. Yes. You never well, know. That would be very fun. Yeah. You we might become next door neighbours. Yes. Yeah. Enjoying the fun in Manchester. <laughs> All the best people live in Manchester. <laughs> yeah, they sure do. <laughs> well, it's great to chat to you. Thank you for spending time with me and for your wisdom and your insight. I know that the listeners will find something that they can hold on to and grab and kind of take forward into their own lives. So I really mm. appreciate your time. My absolute pleasure. listening i hope you enjoyed today's episode if you did please be sure to subscribe and if you're feeling generous why not share with your friends please check the description box below for extra links and further information to some of the topics discussed in today's episode also you'll find information about what's coming next 
For further information, top tips and advice on all kinds of mental health issues, including low mood, anxiety, self-harm, eating disorders and more, please do check out www.thelilydoneproject.com. You can find my music across all digital platforms, including Spotify and iTunes. See you next time. for an interactive workshop on how to overcome low self-esteem for your next festival, youth event or schools workshop. Why not book me, Lily Jo, to lead my brand new I Am Worthy workshop where I teach best practices on how to overcome low self-esteem. This workshop is not just for girls, but it's for your guys as well. Find a link in the description box below to book today. And don't forget to use the unique discount code eavesdrop for 10% off. Are you feeling stuck? Do you need a little help to get your life back on track? Do you have big dreams but don't know where to start? Why not book a session with me where we can explore together your dreams and turn them into a reality? I offer life coaching to individuals through my unstoppable life coaching business. Why not find a link in the description box below and book today? And don't forget to use the unique discount code eavesdrop for an extra 10% off. Trust me, like one, two, three. You can never put chains on me. Baby, like